I welcome you into the My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry experience. You could be listening to anything right now, but divinely, you're here with open ears ready to receive. Peace and love, Fly Family. It's your favorite poet, Akina Lewis, also known as Ajway, author of Like a Flower Needs Sunlight and founder of My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry, coming to you live and direct for Spoken Word Sundays here on the My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry podcast. If you enjoy listening to My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry podcast, add us to your playlist on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star review sharing insight on what resonates with you. Keep tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is Season 2, Episode 3. Let's set our intention of this episode with an affirmation. The affirmation is, I am worthy. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of commitment. I am worthy of wealth. I am worthy of forgiveness. I am worthy of healing. I am worthy. Repeat after me. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of commitment. I am worthy of wealth. I am worthy of forgiveness. I am worthy of healing. I am worthy. You are worthy. Okay. Whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you feel like you deserve, you are worthy of it. So that poem or that affirmation is actually a poem from my poetry book, Like a Flower Needs Sunlight. If you're a lover of poetry, Add it to your personal library today by clicking the link in the description. It's four years worth of wisdom, lessons learned, divine thoughts, and healing through poetry. A sacred body of work written from energy directly from my chakras. I put my heart, soul, future, past, and present into this book. My inside thoughts are poetry was the first seed planted. Like a flower needs sunlight is my bloom. Get in tune by clicking the link in the description and adding it to your personal library today. The title of this episode is Keep Your Inner Child Alive. Inspired by the quote, never let your inner child die, I will be sharing some gems I've learned along my healing journey and ways I've healed my inner child. Hopefully, the tips I share can be useful for you once applied to your life and they can, you know, ground you in ways to keep your inner child activated, aware, and most importantly, alive and in great health. Flower family, you already know the vibes. Class is in session. Please feel free to grab a notebook, pen, or pencil to take notes. Haven't been feeling inspired lately? I used to be able to relate, but ever since I created a new My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry Divine Thoughts journal with writing prompts on selected pages for a spark of inspiration, 
I've been staying inspired, writing rising pages, my dreams, and poetry more often than I used to. And I love that for me. I would love that for you, too. It's a hardcover, 125 cream-colored pages, wide-line journal, convenient for writing on the go. A new journal brings new energy, new manifestations, new ideas, and new poems. Link to get yours today is in the description. I know you will enjoy it. If you're listening while at work, driving, on the train and can't take notes now for one I want to let you know that you're a real one for tuning in anyway like I truly 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 appreciate you but make sure you know to receive the soul medicine with open ears for listening for now and then tune back in and listen to this episode at a time that is most convenient for you to write take notes and allow whatever thoughts to come to you flow The reason I want to speak about inner child healing is because I think it's significant to healing who we are as adults and plays a significant role in our emotional intelligence. I'm very self-reflective. I reflect a lot. A recent reflection about my life I've recently had is how God put me in positions as an adult that forced me to heal a younger version of myself. For example, I was an after-school art teacher in Harlem for two years. If you didn't know, now you know. And one of the classes I taught was a girls group. During that time, my students were in middle school. So like the time I spent with my girls helped me heal the middle school version of myself and provided me growth in ways I'm realizing now that I needed very deeply. I saw a younger version of myself in my girls and how, you know, recent it feels, you know, when I was their age and how they faced some of the same challenges that I faced. You know, when I was their age, many times I felt alone. And now I know I was and am never alone. My experiences are not only mine, but they're also most women, most women, most girls, That is something I also realized when I released my first book, My Inside Thoughts Are Poetry, in 2018. I have so many women come up to me who share similar stories or who feel like my poetry shared their story. It was a very and still is a very significant eye opener for me. And one of the reasons why it's important for me to continue my journey as a poet and storyteller I also have poems dedicated to black men and I share stories of black men and my experiences with black men and stories of my father as well. So men can relate and do relate to my poetry on that level. Just for me, you know, speaking to my experience and observations of their experiences, especially, you know, and I also have an older brother and I love black men. So that reflects a lot through my poetry. A poem that I share often um, from my inside thoughts, our poetry book is what blooms but dies. And that is a poem that I share a lot or used to share a lot um, during my spoken word performances 
And so every time I share that poem, you know, I let it be known that the inspiration of the stories being told in that poem are rooted in a relationship that I had with two, you know, black men who were my homeboys and my friends from high school. Um, One who committed suicide and the other who, you know, got pulled over and then he was arrested and then he was found dead in his cell, his holding cell. And I love those, you know, those souls, those those people, those boys, those men very deeply. And and I really were and I really was close to them and it had an effect on me. And their stories, you know, they're not exactly the my poetry isn't an isn't a exact reflection of their stories. But in some essence, it is, you know, but at the same time, there's those stories in What Blooms But Dies are many black men's story, you know, and I wrote that poem from a place of my admiration for black men and what they go through. And I'm actually thinking about changing the title of that poem to um, What Blooms instead of what blooms but dies but the concept of it is about rebirth how you know they keep trying to kill us or kill black men like black men are a target and they keep trying to kill and take them off but no matter what they always revive rebirth themselves renew themselves like you know transform themselves and only become even more powerful So, yeah, my poem, What Blooms But Dies, you know, shares the stories of, you know, men that I admire and my appreciation for men. I share that, you know, to say that sharing, you know, me sharing my voice and sharing my experiences kind of, you know, it immortalizes people, you know, it it immortalizes stories because now, you know, me writing about those specific stories, they live forever. You know what I'm saying? They're a part of my legacy because I've expressed my experience of them through my poetry. So, you know, that is why I am honored and I am committed to my journey of exploring my depths of of who I am as a writer and who I am as a poet and the foundation of it all, you know, what it's rooted in, because I loved writing as a young girl. Like I I kept a diary, you know, and I write about that a lot in my first birth. So to get back to, you know, another experience of my life to where I feel like, you know, God put me in a position to heal a younger version of myself is is now. So, you know, I am a kindergarten, first grade, after school art teacher. And this phase is healing the inner child version of myself, creating space for more joy and creativity into my life, while at the same time challenging me to grow wiser when it comes to emotional intelligence, because my kids are discovering how to process their emotions and are very expressive. They feel intensely and their feelings are honest and pure. I learned so much from observing my students. Like they make me curious about how I was when I was their age. What did I love to do? What was I good at? Asking myself those type of questions always provides insight on who I am on a soul level. Not who I've become, but who I've always been and must return to time and time again. 
If you know my poem, Destined to Be, which is in my book, Like a Flower Needs Sunlight, and it's also a poem that I perform um, when I do spoken word performances. That's what it's about. It's about healing my inner child and giving myself permission to live in my purpose authentically. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Authentically. There we go. I got it. Authentically. So one of the writing prompts for my divine thoughts writing journal is, and I want you to write this down. What is your favorite childhood memory? Write about it. I wrote about mine and ended up writing a heartfelt poem about my relationship with my father, my father and healing my daddy issues. That poem poured right on out of me and revealed to me parts of my younger self that still need healing and love poured into because that young girl really loves her daddy. I love my daddy. Like, I am my father's princess. My father has called me princess since the day I came into this earth. Since fresh out the womb, I have always been my daddy's princess, you know. But my relationship with my father is not perfect. And I definitely still have and have had some trauma from, you know, my growing up and my relationship with my father. Honestly, y'all, like my life story is a movie. Like people who know me, my close friends, they're like, yo, your life is a movie. Like you're going to have to write a movie about your life one day. And I'm manifesting that. I'm going to go ahead and put that out into the universe because I'm telling y'all it's a whole movie. But the point that I want to make here is that one of the ways I healed my inner child is by revisiting that version of myself remembering her favorite moments and what she loved to do what came to her naturally you know I stare at photos of myself when I was younger remembering that kid whose heart was pure then I reflect on the things that hurt me how I felt then I speak or write to that version of myself comforting me saying to myself what I didn't hear at the time You know, the words that that young girl did not hear, but she needed to hear, you know, Um, because, you know, I just those things scarred me. Those scars turned into wounds and I've been living with those wounds like we live with those wounds and we begin to identify with the wounds. And then the wounds become um, a part of how we receive love and how we give love and how we move throughout the world. So in order to heal that version of ourselves, we have to pour love into her, comfort her, how she felt, how I felt. You know, I may even cry. Then I forgive whether it be myself or another person and send love to that memory. Then I use that love to empower the woman I bloom to be today. A really good book that will inspire you to tap into your abundant creativity and receive some deep inner child healing is The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by Julia Cameron. You will be journaling a lot, reflecting a lot, writing a lot, and discovering a lot, and unlocking a lot. You will also be creating a lot, because we are all creators in our own right. 
Another great way to heal your inner child is by coloring, watching cartoons, eating what you loved as a kid, going to a park, and just connecting with your childlike energy and joy. Play more, laugh more, be curious. You know, children are very curious. Learn more, you know, intentionally spend time doing things that you know activate your inner child. Our programming, how we process emotions, our triggers, the way we live and move throughout the world is deeply rooted in a past version of ourselves that experienced a trauma, a wound that was never healed. Inner child healing isn't a pretty process. It can be triggering. There's more growth in addressing your traumas so you can heal and release them instead of suppressing those wounds and wearing them as scars for the rest of your life free yourself free your inner child like never let your inner child die that version of you is worthy of love that version of you is worthy of being seen held and cared for I hope these few tips are helpful and I pray for a transformative, enlightening and life changing inner child healing journey for you. Write and journal through the phases. You never know. You might end up writing a book, movie, poem or even a song. A lot of inner child healing happened during the writing process of my poetry book, Like a Flower Needs Sunlight. My book also has some inner child healing in it for you, too. Click the link in the description and get your copy today. So to sum up this episode of Inner Child Healing for Spoken Word Sundays, the message is keep your inner child alive. Never let your inner child die because that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? In in your purest essence and form, like that is who you are and who God created you to be before the world began to mold you and you experience experiences that wounded you over the years. It's never too late to renew, to release and to rebirth a new version of yourself that is the closest the closest version to who you've always been. We are a culmination of our lightness and our darkness because light and dark brings balance. The life-changing experience of both is integrating the two to where you can use your darkness to empower your light. The phases for me and my inner child healing and my younger self healing journey is being put in a position to teach middle schoolers and work with girls and healing that middle school version of myself of who I was as a girl at that time. And then now being an after-school art teacher and working with children and being put in a position to, you know, um, empower and heal the youth. Like, I never imagined myself as a teacher, but divinely, God puts me in positions to teach. My soul's mission is to teach, you know. I had an elder tell me, like, I was getting the youth and and me, you know, getting the youth and teaching art to the youth, I've been able to heal my youth 
and who I am. And it's so empowering and freeing. Like I've been creating so much lately and feeling so inspired. And it's because of my students, my kids, they're so full of life. And, you know, they just, you know, have reminded me of my of my joy and my energy and of being high energy, high vibrational fun and just creative. Now that I've shared some observations that I've had about my journey, my question for you is, you know, what moments in your journey or what phases of your journey do you feel that, you know, you were put in a position to heal a younger version of yourself? And if you haven't had that experience yet, how can you put yourself in a position to heal your inner child in a younger version of yourself intentionally? You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever triggers you, your triggers is rooted in a, a, a old self, a younger self. And in order to transmute those triggers, you have to address the root of them, just like a plant. You got to get to the root. If I have a plant, which I do have a plant, her name is Asada. When I first got her, she, you know, well, not when I first got, well, when I received her, she was, she was dying. And you know what I had to do? I took her outside and I took her out of her soil. I looked at her soil. I replanted her in new soil. I looked at her roots and I'm like, okay, let me give her some new fresh soil. And then I watered her. I put her in a cleaner environment. I burned some sage and Palo Santo to cleanse the air around her. I opened up the window so she can get some air. I placed a a rose quartz crystal into her soil. I put another crystal. What crystal is it? It's like a, it's an earth crystal. Um, I think it's a, a flower stone, a flower agate. But I placed another one of my crystals in there with her. And I gave her and I spoke love into her. And slowly but surely, my, my plant Asada, you know, began to rise up more and stand up more and look healthier and vibrant. And she is still alive to this day. So you are the gardener of your soul. And in order to bloom and water yourself, gardener, you have to get to the root and heal the root. You might need to replant yourself in new soil. And sorry if you hear there's noises. That's how passionate I am that I'm accidentally hitting my hand on stuff but I mean what I say and I say what I mean and I say all that just to say once again I'm going to repeat myself because this is the message for this episode and repetition is key when it comes to learning and remembering so I'm gonna say it again never let your inner child die keep your inner child alive Follow my poetry page on Instagram at my inside thoughts are poetry and stay deeper connected with my poetry. If you're a poet, visit my website, akinalewis.com, link in the description and submit a poem. I would love to share your words amongst my inside thoughts are poetry community as an offering to this healing space. Thank you for tuning in. 
for this Spoken Word Sunday, Flower Family. I'm sending you all my love and high vibrations. Until next time, I am your host, Akina Lewis, also known as Ajway, and I'll be sharing a short, sweet poem from my poetry book, Like a Flower Needs Sunlight. The title of this poem is Reminiscing. Before I get into the poem, I have to give a quick overdue shout out to all the Pisces out there. It's our season. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. You know, Pisces are one of one intuitive divine beings. I love Pisces. I love Pisces seasons and I love being a Pisces. So yeah, shout out to all my Pisces. I love y'all. All All right, now let's get into the poem. Until next time, happy spoken word Sunday. Peace and love. Revisiting what I loved as a child brings me back to myself. If you enjoy listening to my Inside Thoughts or Poetry podcast, add us to your playlist on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star review sharing insight on what resonates with you. Keep tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend.